back to Unclassical. Yes, well, this is the podcast where we give our unique interpretation of classical texts. Yes, and tell men that they're shit. Yeah, generally, and call out problematic... No offence, but you are. Yeah, like, saying it how it is, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, calling out problematic behaviour. I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. Yes, and uh, today we're going to be carrying on with Pride and Prejudice. Yes, this week, I think it's episode four. Yeah, episode yeah. four. So if you're tuning in now, stop. Yeah, there's gonna be some there's gonna be some serious spoilers. Yep, go back, go back to Prime Pressures part one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See you there. Bye. Bye. But if if you've already listened, hi. Hi and welcome. Yeah, you guys. You guys ready for the spoilers? Cause ah uh, my god. Oh my god. You ready to catch up with what's going down? Cause yeah, I, yeah. I want to know the tea. Right. We have got a lot of tea going on. <laughs> we also have cups of tea with us in studio. Do a little clink. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yes, it is now late September. We must be cosy with tea. Mm-hmm. And Pride and Prejudice. Naturally. So, without further ado, where had we gotten to? So, Elizabeth has just been proposed to by Darcy. She said no, had an argument. He left with this. And the following day, she goes for a walk where she normally goes for a walk. Home where she frequently bumps into Darcy, but she avoids the meadow. She sticks to the lane outside because she doesn't want to bump into him. And so she's enjoying her little stroll and everything, having a good old time. But then, who should she see um, walking across the meadow? It's Darcy. And no, she... not woo. Fucking orcs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking orcs. So she, tr- yeah, she's like, oh no. So she like turns around quickly and starts heading off. But he's like, oh, Miss Bennet, uh, <laughs> Miss Bennet, uh, I'd I would so like a word with you. And she's Glutton like, for punishment. And literally, she's like. <laughs> and so she turns around and faces him and he's like here is a letter goodbye <laughs> like buggers off again he's like I've been walking no he says like I've been walking um, around all morning hoping to bump into you sorry yeah, just is- go to her house you know where she is <laughs> you fucking weirdo like probably quicker just to post it through the letterbox yeah. then maybe he was actually being thoughtful maybe he was like Mr Collins lives there he will read it oh my god so maybe he's actually being very insightful I don't know it depends what's in the letter Wow, (laughs) what a letter indeed. So this letter is a long old boy, but basically the two reasons why Elizabeth didn't accept him, except for the fact he's a bit of a snob and an arsehole, was that he broke up Bingley and Jane. Mm, Because he thought Jane was a gold digger. Yeah, basically, like as far as Lizzie is aware, he just didn't think that she was like high-flying enough to be with him. And the other reason is because... Elizabeth believes that Darcy was unkind mm. to Mr. Wickham, who was her friend, um, and basically cut him off, even though Darcy's dad raised them as like raised them together and wanted Mr. Wickham to inherit a lot of the money, uh, a lot of the money that was, he had. Yes. But um, Darcy Junior didn't let him, so she's like, "You're a dick on so many counts. I hate your guts." Yeah, terrible person through and through. Yeah, but this letter identifies that the reason Mr. Darcy broke up jane and bingley wasn't so much because of her class it was because jane and as we know jane is a wet wipe mm-hmm. so no personality nothing nothing just a complete dim- she's a rice cake she you know at least a rice cake has a bit of crunch she is oh, a bland God. rice pudding yeah i actually quite like a rice cake so yeah <laughs> and, you know you can get some good ones mm-hmm. so sorry. sweet chili mm. you're so sorry so sorry yeah i like a rice cake i like rice cakes so, yeah like you know she's rice pudding Mm. just blah 
bad. Just blobbing about. Not even yeah. any jam in that. Not even oh. any jam. Nothing. Oh. I don't even think she's... Oh, she's got a lot of sugar. She's very sweet, Ugh, isn't she? She's too sweet. White sugar. Yeah, mm. lots and lots of white sugar. Mm. This is not a cooking show. <laughs> yeah, that's just how we think. How would you equate your feelings to food, though? All oh, right, right, I gotcha, I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm thinking <laughs> brute. <laughs> so, um, but because of this, it was very obvious that um, Bingley was in love with Jane, like, the way he talked to her and, like, how animated the, the way, he got. The um, way, when's this set? Elizabethan times? Georgian times? Georgian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way Georgian people fall in love, like, oh, I've known you for five minutes and you haven't, like, mortally offended me. I love you. Want to get married? Fully. Yeah. So, yeah, because, like, Jane was reserved, D- Darcy thought that she didn't return Bingley's feelings, which is why he whisked him away, because he didn't want him to get hurt, mm-hmm. because he knew that he, he was going to propose and he was expecting him to be rejected. So, really, he wasn't being a total dick, but a dick ass. Dick ass? Dick ass? Dick ass. <laughs> That's staying. <laughs> I like that. Darcy isn't a total dick ass. No. He just, um, yeah, wanted to protect his friend from getting hurt. Um, he then goes on to say about Mr. Wickham. And before he expands on this point, he says to Lizzie, like, I'm only telling you this because I know I can trust you. But I do really beg that you do not repeat this to anyone else because it's a matter very close to, like, my heart and... Mm, there's a lot I of like re- that he likes her this much, but he doesn't know her that well. Like, and I know that I can trust you that you won't tell anyone. You know nothing about me. And like, I as just, if, bro. And I just hung you out to dry <laughs> when you proposed. Also, she does tell people. <laughs> he so badly judged her. Doesn't like Lizzie. He told you that in confidence. Yeah. Well, like I said, she's got no loyalty to him, really. Yeah. Um. But so the part about Wickham basically says. How, yeah, like, Darcy Senior, Mr. Darcy's dad, did really like Mr. Wickham. They did kind of grow up as sons together. And um, Mr. Wickham was meant to join the parsonage to become, like, a member of the church. But, um, and then Darcy Senior passed away and it was kind of written in his will that he would be given land and a home if he joined the parsonage, but he didn't want to. Not his jam. Yeah, Darcy Junior, he was put in charge. was like, okay, well, if you really don't want to do that, mate, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll give you £3,000 and you can just go live your life. Mm -hmm. Cool, because obviously back in then, £3,000 is quite a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Still is. Wish I had that. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) I could really do with that. You need to set up a Patreon. (laughs) But yeah, so... Um, Mr. Darcy basically pays him out £3,000, which is more than was originally set. So many figures in this. I know. Why am I remembering that? I'm not reading this off a note, guys. This is in my brain from a book (laughs) I read three, like, finished three weeks ago. being able to hold on to useless information. Yeah. Like, something will come up, like, what's your registration for your car? Don't say it. Um, (laughs) I was like, couldn't have wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, but you might need that for parking or something. Yeah. Well, Wickham was on 3000 a year. (laughs) Fully. I ain't got a fucking clue, mate. But, um, so Mr. Darcy was kind to him in that respect, and Wickham blew through that in, like, a couple short years, mm-hmm. and, um, then asked, basically, for more money, and Darcy was like, bro, no. no. Yeah. And he was kind of like, oh, I'll join the church if you really want me to, but Darcy, by this point, was like, no, you're an untrustworthy person. <laughs> the who... church doesn't want you, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're shit. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You're, like, you're gonna, like, ruin my father's legacy and stuff. Mm. So, get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Straight in the sea, bro. Yeah, so really it was Wickham that was the piece of poo. Yeah. Not so much Darcy. Plot twist. Plot twist. Darcy's actually okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he writes this whole long letter... But, oh, then shit really goes down. I almost forgot to say this, but the reason why Lizzie isn't meant to tell anyone is because um, Mr. Wickham, like, kind of, like, goes off in a huff for a while and is, like, living, like, really poor, poorly and everything. He's not very happy. And then, who do you think he should approach? 
Mr. Darcy's little sister, who at this point was like 14, <gasps> 15. Oh my so God, yeah. I remember this. pedo. Yeah. And so obviously she's like very naive and everything and she lives with like this sort of like governess person in London. Um, Mr. Darcy's like, he's like away on business and stuff. Um, and Mr. Wickham approaches her and basically convinces her that they're in love. <gasps> Grooming. Yeah. Disgusting what old man. What the fuck's the governess doing? She she doesn't mind. She's like, oh, Mr. Wickham, I raised you from a little boy. It's lovely young chap. I think it's really cute. So she's what? dismissed. Well, she obviously hasn't got the modern training you have now to notice predators. (laughs) So, yeah, Mr. Darcy finds, I think he gets a letter being like, oh, I'm I'm eloping, I'm eloping, because his little sister's a bit thick at this point. And he's like, as if, absolutely not. Absolutely not, babes. So he intercepts them and is basically like, Wickham, get the fucking hell lost. (laughs) And obviously this like has a lot of weight to it in the time, because if a girl does elope... Um, then basically she's considered a ruined woman. Ruined. Her. So she has to stay with the person she's She'd have to with. stay with yeah. him, yeah. And which obviously would mean like he'd have to have Wickham and his family and also basically is just meaning that Wickham would get that, mm. that money. He'd have so all he the clearly dollar. clearly isn't, it doesn't love, um... What is her name? Darset? Actually, I cannot remember. It's a weird name. Darset. She's Miss Darcy. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I'm calling her Mrs. Darcy. She's not Mrs. She's Miss. <laughs> Interesting um, dynamic. It's going to come up later. We meet her a bit later. So okay. we'll find a surprise for everyone. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it doesn't say. Who knows? <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's why Mr. Darcy is like, I fucking hate Wickham. Bro tried to rape my sister. Yeah, like, like fair babes. Yeah. And so Lizzie's like, you know what? That is a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I misjudged your characters. Yeah. Bit of an arsehole. Oh, what could he possibly do to you? Try and like basically kidnap my sister and trick her into marrying him? Yep, th- that'll do it. That's pretty bad. Yeah. The, this little sister that you think of as like a daughter, but and, you know, you're very like, you know, in, in a completely okay way, attached to and like Also just like deeply. a literal child. Yeah, 14 to 15, because she's only 16 when we meet her a bit later yeah. on. Like she's- so He tried to kidnap my sister and make her into a child bride. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's, um, I guess that would get you pretty damn mad. Yeah, exactly. You know, in, in hindsight, you're very refined around him. Yeah, like, why punch him, man? Why make you feel better? I'll hold him, you punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's what happens next. Yeah, there you go. They have a good old punch up. Good old punch up. Lovely. <laughs> so, Lizzie reads this, and oh, um, also, in classic Mr. Darcy with his dignity, this is how he ends the letter. I shall endeavour to find some opportunity of putting this letter in your hands in the course of the morning. I will only add, God bless you. Oh, hilarious. He's got so much Or is dignity. it kind of like, you know, at the end when someone's like had a massive go at you and you're like, I'm just going to say this. I had my reasons because A, B and C. Have a wonderful life, you massive prick. No, he still loves her. <laughs> but so Lizzie's like, I'm very torn now. Mm. She's like, that's fucking... Embarrassing. I screamed in his face about what <laughs> dick he is. Him. <laughs> well, I hope I never bump into him again. Lucky I'm leaving tomorrow to go home. Well, that was fucking awful. Literally, she's just there like, mm. <laughs> oh dear. But um, so then after this, like, in case you forgot, she was staying at the Lucas, not Lucas's, Charlotte Lucas and Mr. Collins, the Collinses now. Oh god. <sighs> and but she leaves like the next day. So she's like, fucking great. Now I want to bump into Darcy. Fucking excellent. Off I trot. <laughs> Um, so she's got heading back home and um, looking forward to seeing Jane again. She she meets up with Jane in London at Ultimate G's house. Mm-hmm. And so they have a little bit, they don't really, Lizzie doesn't really have time like in private to tell her 
all the fucking goss. Ultimate G would like to know the goss. Ultimate G would like to know the goss and would probably offer some very helpful insights. Yeah, exactly. They should. And also, she called out Mr. Wickham. She'd be like, bitch, did I or did I not say he was trouble? Literally. Yeah. But also, I think, you know, her husband's wrong. Mr. Gardner doesn't know shit. He's a man. I'll just. Give him some cards and brandy and cheese yeah. and turn him around. To be fair, I'd take the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they should have invi- um, involved Ultimate G, but they haven't. So, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, they're heading home <laughs> and they meet up with their younger sisters, Kitty and Lydia, just outside town. Where we haven't heard much from. They're like, well, they're very background. They get a little bit, well, one of them gets a little bit more interesting in this next section. Mm. So, but lol, they like, they've, so they meet them at this little inn where they've arranged to meet, and there's like this nice, like, luncheon laid out. And the younger sister's like, we've taken the liberty of, of um, get, buying you lunch, although you'll have to pay for it because I just bought a new bonnet. Lol. <laughs> like, Thanks, babes. Thanks. <laughs> also, like, to point out that everyone's like, Babe, that's a well ugly bonnet. And she's like, I know, but it was prettier than all the others in the shop, so I thought I very oh. well better have it. No, babe. But from this, we find out that um, Lydia's become very good friends with one of the women who is married to the head officer. And all the officers are who Lydia and Kitty absolutely fucking love. Wickham's mm. one of the officers, and the officers are soon going to be heading to Brighton. Mm. And so Mrs. Bennett and Lydia and Kitty all really want to go spend the summer summer in Brighton. They have a whale of a time flirting <laughs> with all the officers. I think they'll be bloody marvellous. <laughs> um, Mr. Bennett, who, as we know, is ultimate killjoy, yeah. is like, absolutely not. Aww. But you know, like heaven forbid your family have fun. Yeah, no, not allowed. Absolutely not. He would, so he's like, uh, no, certainly mm-hmm. not. Um, and but finally back home, Lizzie gets her chance to confide in Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't confide everything. She doesn't tell about the Bingley situation. <laughs> she um, because she's like, it's a bit, it's a bit. A bit sensitive right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll leave mm. that one out. But mm. she tells her about Wickham. Yeah. And oh yeah, to be fair, that is golden gossip. So they've discussed about um Wickham's problems and then they're like, should we tell anyone that he's like a legit pedo? <laughs> and <laughs> might be useful uh, information might, might for the be room. Something worth mentioning. But um they reach this conclusion because conclusion. you know conclusion because as we know, he's a fucking moron. <laughs> To have his errors made public might ruin him forever. Oh my god, sorry, but haven't they still got that mentality today? Like yeah. that guy, that swimmer guy that raped that girl. Yeah. Like, but he's got like a really bright future because he's a well good swimmer. Yeah. Give a fucking shit. Give a fucking shit. I think he ruined that girl's future. Yes. No one cares about her. Exactly. Uh-huh. So Wickham get in the bin, but yes, they decide that, well, maybe, you know, a year has made him stop being a paedophile, even though he, <laughs> when he fancied Lizzie, he immediately stopped fancying her because some girl in the village is dad passed away or something and so she was set to inherit all his fortune he immediately switched to her <gasps> i didn't realize that yeah so it's like well clearly not what a cock weasel yeah but then that just fell apart because i don't know she was, had eyes she had a brain she was he was literally like your dad's dead and you're rich that's hot mm, i don't think this is gonna work like that's um that's not really my jam <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like... more of a raspberry kind of girl <laughs> Not my thing for me, babe. No. So yeah, like clearly hasn't changed. They're like, oh, we'll give him a benefit of the doubt. Like, no, no he's clearly shit. Yeah. So, but they decide not to tell anyone mm. because they're stupid. Following this, Lydia receives some very exciting news. Her good friend, who is also going down to Brighton, has invited her to come along with her. 
obviously Kitty's fucking devastated because she's not invited. Um, but Lydia's very, very excited. She's going to go to uh, Brighton mm-hmm. and like be hanging out with the officers all day. So she's going to be having a brilliant, great time. Wonderful. And she's very excited. But um, Lizzie is not so excited because, well, Lizzie is a judgmental lady. <laughs> Lizzie has opinions, which, fair enough, but they will be hard. They will be hard. Mm -hmm. And she goes to her dad and is basically like, don't let Lydia go. Yeah. Like, do not, because if she... That girl is thirsty for the D and she is is going to suck up all the D. She's going to suck it all up. And as you know, if a girl does that before marriage, it ruins her and it ruins her family. The thing is now, she'd just be having a fucking BG time. Like if you came back from a weekend and you were like, Marsha, I had a fabulous time. Yeah. There were cocks everywhere. I'm like... Great. Hope you used protection. Hope you had a great time. Yeah. Now, I'm just like, yeah, you come back like, so uh, now that means that you're never going to get a boyfriend. Like, fuck, what the fuck did I do? Literally. <laughs> and also, I'd like to point out, the men don't suffer any of this from like, having sex before not. marriage. I was going to say earlier when they were saying about giving Mr. Wickham the benefit of the doubt, if like tables were turned and like, yeah, like um, one of them had ruined themselves by going off and eloping and then they like showed up, none of the men would be like, oh, but that was like a year ago she eloped with that guy. She's probably matured lots now. Let's give her a Dude, second they'd chance. they'd be like, Dirty funny, get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. will flip down their love. No, fucking no, gross, mate. No, once in a loper, always a slag. Literally, yeah. like, it's such fucking bullshit. Mm. So, um, but Elizabeth's main point is, like, if she does this and ruins herself, aside from that being shit, she's going to ruin the rest of the family. Like, Jane and I will never be able to marry because we'll be associated with her please do not let her go and i mean she's really charming to her younger sister she refers to her as a flirt too in the worst and meanest degree of flirtation without any attraction beyond youth and a tolerable person and from the ignorance and emptiness of her mind did she just say there's no attractiveness beyond youth and them being a tolerable person yeah i mean to be fair I wasn't looking for much more than that they're young and quite a nice person and you like them thank you (laughs) Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, what else are you looking for? Money! Money! <laughs> like, you idiot! Like, oh, um, fine. I'm just not that shallow. Yeah, like, it's like, well, you should be. You should be. We'll all be destitute, you idiot. Idiot! So yeah, she's absolutely lovely to her younger sister. She calls her vain, ignorant, idle, and absolutely uncontrolled. Because women must be controlled. God damn it. They must be. They must be <laughs> idle. She's g- not idle. She's going out there to get what she wants. And also, I'm not being funny. She legit walks like three miles, like six every day to go visit her aunt in the village, which she likes. It's not idle. Is anyone else going to see the aunt? Um, Kitty is. Oh, still, yeah. So they're going. No one else is joining. Yeah. yeah. You're uh, idle. Lizzie's there being like, well, one time I walked to pet, I walked to, um, where the fuck does Bingley live? Bingley Palace. Bingley Palace, <laughs> which is actually five miles. Yes, I did that that one time. It's so. like, yeah, and we walked you most of the way. Then <laughs> you sauntered off to have a fabulous time there. We walked back. Fucking Charles. You got the fucking carriage back. <laughs> oh, I do. No, but the point is, Kitty, is that I'm making this point. Not Lydia, sorry. <laughs> Kitty as well. Yeah. So, really... Lizzie's the idle one we've yeah. established. Mm-hmm. You know, she, all she ever did when she was visiting Mr. Collins was walk up and down the lane a couple times. Yeah. I walk places. <laughs> Liz- yes, so does everyone. Lizzie, you want to fucking check yourself. <laughs> Literally. So she's a twat. Mm. Um, and, oh, and so, you know, Mr. Bennett hears her concerns. and Obviously, in the classic male way, does nothing. 
Oh. It's very much like, oh, well, well, I think it'll be funny. <laughs> I'm sure it'll work itself let's out. Be fine. And let's face it, if you and Jane can't get married, uh-huh. well, you'll be fine while I'm alive. When I'm dead, I'm not going to give a shit. At the end of the day, darling, you've all got to die at some point. Yeah, so, so whether it be in destitution or not, does it really matter? I, We're all I, heading for the same goalpost at the end. And, uh, he goes on to say, like, we shall have no peace at Longbourn if Lydia does not go to Brighton. So basically, he wants her to go. <sighs> So we can have a nap. Oh my god, like, oh, but can you imagine for a minute, Lizzie, if I say no, she's gonna go fucking, oh, no, no. Oh, I cannot be dealing with that shit. Yeah. It's well boring, innit, mate? So, how about I just say yeah and we'll deal with the rest later? It'll just yeah, be nice fine. Yeah. It'll all be total legit. So, <sighs> she's permitted to go. Oh. But, you know, fine. She's allowed to have fun, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the thing is, like, now, yeah, be fine. Be fine. Be but no. But yeah. Um. While this is going on, um, Lizzie has been ex- has been looking forward to a trip up to the Lake District with Ultimate G, mm-hmm. um, which is they've been planning for a little while. Aww. And so yeah, she's really excited to go do that. But then some work comes up with um Mr. Gardner, Ultimate G's husband, and um basically she says, look, Lizzie, babes, we're not going to be able to go all the way up there. And I do all the fun things because we've only got three weeks and we won't be able to enjoy it as much. So let's go next year. Lol, what were they planning on doing? I know they're going by horse, but... Surely. So yeah. I was like, you could see stuff in three weeks. Yeah, Jesus. But you've got to remember, these are like really posh people. Like the um, Mrs. Ultimate G is quite posh. So she needs regular sitting downs and lots of teaing. <laughs> and dining and cake. Exactly. So okay. it takes a while to get about the legs. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, I can't possibly see it in three weeks. I need six. Yeah, six at the very least. Literally. Oh, so right, they, fine. they agree to go up, um, up north a bit, though, and spend a little bit of time up there. And where do you think their destination is set? Oh, th- near where Mr. Darcy is yes, all open. Pemberley. Also, just to point this out, because Mr. Darcy's got like, you know, we're going to find out like a BG house up there. Things are cheaper up north. Things are cheaper up north. Mm. This house is pretty, pretty fucking nice. <laughs> it's still it's pretty great. great. <laughs> so they agree to go up and um, so they set out and they, I don't know why Jane wasn't invited. Oh, brutal. But she's oh, not. Does she know that Mr. Darcy is the reason Bingley went? No. Okay. No. Because so that'd be awkward. Like, hi, dickhead. <laughs> but also, it's Jane, so she'd be like, I know you had my best interests oh, at God, heart. Oh, God, she would, yeah. Like, no. Well, I suppose you're like, I know you had Bingley's best interests at heart. Yeah, not so her best interests. Yeah, I'd be like, you'd just be like, well, I did fancy him. Yeah. But I actually really fucking liked him and that really fucking hurt. Oh, well, uh, guess it's done now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that and everything. Like, what? What did you call him earlier? Dickass? Dickass. Yeah. Dickass. 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 That works so well. Oh, here comes Dickassy. I thought I left that name in primary school. Well, it's still fits, don't it? You're still a dickhead. Dickassy. Dickassy. Well, if it fits, yeah, flick. They tootle off and, like, oh, yeah, so Jane's left at home to look after. The um, little kitty winkles that um, Ultimate G shout out. Okay, so yeah, they've gone up to Ultimate G's. Jane's like, I'll stay here in a couple. No, they kids. go. They go down to um, Longbourn, oh, drop okay. the kids off, pick Lizzie up, and off. <laughs> if up. you would look after those, Jane. Cheers. Yeah. Literally, we're gonna take the fun sister up with us. Brutal. <laughs> I, I just remember reading this though and being like. Why isn't Jane invited? Because she's still quite heartbroken over Bingley. Because she's heartbroken. She's not a good time. Boring. <laughs> like, you're just going to be talking about Bingley and you're going to be all mopey and shit. So, 
kids are shit. So like, you have them. We put all the shit together here and take all the fun away. Yeah. That sound good? Sounds good, yeah. Like, it sounds like a recipe for disaster. Sounds good. Sounds good. See you in three weeks. Yeah, babes? Bye. All right. See ya. Bye. 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 So off they go and like head off up to Pemberley area. Mm. And also, like, I don't know how things were back then, but they're like, should we just go have a look around Pemberley house? <laughs> yes, I remember this. They're and just like, like, so Darcy isn't there, is he? They, they don't know this yet. Oh, they don't know this yet, but they they're don't... like, should we just go have a gander at his house? Yeah, and, oh, um, Lizzie, so yeah, Lizzie hasn't told Ultimate G about all the shit that went down with Darcy when proposing and her being really rude to him and then finding out that he was actually legit. So she's a bit like, <laughs> no. Might be a bit fucking That's awkward. Um, but they're like, why not? It'd be really fun. Like, it's meant to be like a really cool house and really nice grounds. You like walking this, you'll like it. And she's like, <laughs> when someone re- says no, you should just respect it. You should. But they're like, nah, it'd be well fun. And then they come to the come to the um realization that Darcy's not there. So mm-hmm. Lizzie's like. Yeah, right. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> Lounge out. Also, it's like, can you imagine if you had like a nice house and you just come home like, why can you are you here? Being like, you know, away doing whatever for like a few days, and you like open Instagram, start flicking through, and like, your mate's stories just in your house. Like, so you've got a hot tub or something like. Why are your mates like your mates of a mate's yeah. family member? <laughs> just like, in your hot tub. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, um... like it's like a setup, like an it's just like a stately home because the um housekeeper comes like shows them around everywhere. So it's like, it's like it's cool. Is it just because he's so ridiculously rich? They're just like, come have a gander at this riches, and they're like, oh, is that Italian marble? It is fully. <laughs> and then like they're all talking about like the family and everything, and like oh the, the um housekeeper fucking loves Darcy she's like such a kind and lovely young man I never knew he's always polite and sweet and he treats the servants very well it sounds a bit like bare minimum to be fair yeah well you've got to think for the time as well like. yeah but still isn't it like even now when people are like I think you shouldn't call women bitches and just treat them with respect bare yeah. minimum babe like, bare minimum. Like, well I don't rape women yeah good good but i'm not gonna like congratulate yeah. like every man like you've never raped anyone stella stella work stella, good job mate it's like there's a comedian he does the things like about people who are like i look after my kids and it's like that's you're what so you're supposed to, to. <laughs> exactly you don't get praised for that it's just bare minimum <laughs> yeah. like, it's nice guys isn't it it's yeah like, well, I didn't call you a slut until you rejected me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, funny that one. Yeah. Like, then I become a slut, obviously. Obviously. Because I refuse to sleep with you. That makes me a slut. Yeah. Right. But I'm a nice guy because at first I said you're pretty eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like, well, all these poor guys that have been friend zones, all these guys that think they're entitled to sex just through being Literally. polite or something. Not like, even like necessarily nice. Yeah, just common politeness. Yeah. Like, for not being an asshole. It's like, no. Don't owe you jack shit. Yeah, exactly. For being not even a decent human being, an average, average bare person. minimum. For just knowing me, just being in my circle of yeah, acquaintance. And not attacking me. Yeah, like, well, I know you and you friend zoned me. It's like, what? Like, yeah. What did you think was coming like, out of this? Have you seen your face? Well, not even that. Just like, sorry, I didn't realise us talking came with the condition that I had to shag Literally, you. Literally, like. When was that in the fine print? Yeah. I want to read my contract. <laughs> exactly. Like, is this how it goes with everyone? Do you like go into the pizza place and they're like, um, it'll be a minute, mate. Don't worry about it. So when, when do you get up? Literally. <laughs> like, oh. like, I'll see you around the back, Paolo. Like, um, 
I'd rather just give you your pizza, John. <laughs> I'm not really into that sort of thing. Thank you very much. Thank you much. very much. It's like, wh- where does this degree of entitlement stop, John? Men. Men. And apparently, John. <laughs> where do we get to? Apologies if your name is John. <laughs> Fuck you, John. Okay, oof. Oh, we do have a bit of total banter from Ultimate Genie. Okay, cool. So, yeah, they're looking around the house and everything. And, uh, yeah, Lizzie, who a fucking gold digger, she's like, she reflects like, oh, this could have been my room by now. This could have been my views and everything. Don't regret it. Don't regret it. Do not regret it. You did it for the right reasons. Yep. Fuck, this is a nice house. It's like, he is very rich. And mm. the, I have to say, we do have the same taste. <laughs> it's not gaudy. It's like, but it's also not cheap. It's like the perfect level in between. It's refined and sturdy. Mm. I like it. Refined and sturdy, just like his cock would be. Don't regret it. Don't, don't regret, regret it. it. Don't regret it. You did it for the right reason. Right, right reasons, You're Elizabeth. Good person, non-materialistic. Oh, that looks so pretty. Non-materialistic. Look at that view. It's so. Pretty. How many acres did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Fully. So she's having yeah. a bit of like a. <laughs> And um, then Ultimate G finds a photo. Finds a photo. <laughs> she picks up a phone. Traveler. She goes on Snapchat. She's like, she sends some snaps. Darcy replies like, "What are you doing in my house, mate? Who even are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Get out of my house! Stop sending me selfies of you in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in my bar? <laughs> Why are you having a bath at two in the Get afternoon out. in my house? Your man just like." Why? <laughs> just why? Babe? Go away. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Um, her aunt now called her to look at a picture. This is This is such an invasion of privacy. This is yes. unacceptable. Go home, Lizzie. This is weird. <laughs> Sorry, Ultimate G. This is not. Off. So yeah, they're looking around. Oh yeah, and Ultimate G um get some banter out um, to Lizzie. Her aunt now called her to look at a picture. She approached and saw the likeness of Mr. Wickham suspended amongst sir, several other miniatures over the mantelpiece. Her aunt asked her, smiling, how she liked it. Oh, banter. well fit. <laughs> but she doesn't know the whole story she now. Whole... Oh, yeah. I'd like to point out, I have missed out, missed out something. But it's not my fault. It's Jane Austen's fault for covering it in about three fucking words. <laughs> what happened? Before Lizzie, not Lizzie, Lydia left to go to Brighton, they had like a dinner with like a lot of the officers and stuff. Yeah. And Wickham was there. Yeah. And Lizzie, but and he kind of like starts talking to Lizzie about um, Darcy, and she's not not very engaged because she's like you're a prick. Yeah. But obviously he doesn't know that she knows that. But um, she basically like slyly hints to him, like she's like, I know what you did, and I'm not on your side anymore. I'm not going to tell anyone, but I'm not on your side. And so yeah. he's very much like, bye then. Bye. Um. And then Jane Austen alludes to the fact that it wasn't too awkward because they had seen each other many times over the summer. And you're like, that might have been interesting. Yeah, exactly. We would like to have heard about that. What about their first encounter? How did it go? Because obviously he'd still be there like, hi, Lizzie, you're so fucking fit. And she'd have been like, actually, no. Like, (sighs) Jane, babe. Jane, learn to write. Yeah, these are the things people want to fucking hear about. Literally. And that's why I forgot it, because it was really fucking boringly covered. (laughs) But so yeah, basically Wickham's like, oh, got to avoid Lizzie now because she knows my secret. Yeah. Um, and then they go off back to Pembley. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ultimately he's like, lol, do you think he looks well fit in that picture? And Lizzie's like, it's not bad. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Is that all right for a dickhead? What? It's all right for a twat. Hmm. Um, the housekeeper sort of like, oh yes, that's young Mr. Wickham. Oh, uh, my old master did like him, but turns out he's a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the Messiah. He's a very bad boy. He's a 
very cheeky and uh, yeah, I'll smack his bottom if I, I saw him again. smack his little bottom, a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay. Ultimate G's obviously like, fucking called it. Um, <laughs> and then, they, you know, they're looking at some pictures of Darcy and Elizabeth's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, he is, nice form. he is hot. I will give him that. <laughs> you kind of take it away from the man. He is an attractive human he being. He is a very good looking, very tall man. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> and I like his big house. Here. I could so live it. I love this house. And you know what, Mr. Darcy? I love you. Fully. <laughs> like, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm glad to know that wasn't uh, influenced by anything else. Yeah. So literally won. the reason he took... Um, Bingley away from Jane? Yes. Yeah. Yes, literally that reason. And then Lizzie comes back like, but in this scenario, why I like you? Oh, well, then that's okay then. <laughs> well, that's okay. So they exit the house to like go and explore his vast grounds, which obviously mm-hmm. Lizzie's like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves, as we know, Lizzie loves a fucking walk because she's not fucking idle. <laughs> um, and who should... And, oh, yeah, so Darcy's meant to be returning home tomorrow. But who should come walking up the path? Darcy. It's Darcy. <gasps> and the needs to be like a music bit for that. He's coming up the path. It's Darcy. Mm-hmm. It's Darcy. Darcy. He's back on the scene unexpected. Lee. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. So they see each other and they are awkward. They were within 20 yards of each other and so abrupt was his appearance that it was impossible to avoid his sight. Their eyes instantly met and the cheeks impossible. of each... Sorry, impossible to avoid his sight. So there was one solution for her to just see him go, Dive in a bush. <laughs> but she has to, they, they, you know, his sight was unavoidable. Mm. Their eyes instantly met and the cheeks of each were overspread with the deepest blush. He absolutely started and for a moment seemed immovable from surprise. Mm-hmm. But shortly recovering himself, advanced towards the party and spoke to Elizabeth, in not, if not in terms of perfect composure, at least of perfect civility. Mm-hmm. He still has done it in his dignity. Yes. I just love that image of him like just jumping like, oh, you're here. Oh, just freezing, staring at her like, She's hot. She's still hot. She's so still hot. hot. She's at my house. Oh my god. 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 I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to talk to her now because yeah. she's at my house. That's... And she's looking at me. I, I can't just go inside. That'd yeah. be really weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 We're going. We're talking. We're doing this. Okay. okay. We're doing. Hi. You good? Hi. Hi. How have you been? <laughs> I'm <doing> good. Are you? Is that just there like? Hi. Hi. Obviously, Ultimate G and her hubby's there, and they're like. Right. Like, and he's, what is wrong with you two weirdos? But he's very polite and accommodating to um, Ultimate G and uh, Mr. Garden. And he's like, please, you know, take all the time you want to like explore everywhere. Like, yeah, do you look in my bed. Do <laughs> you? You're coming with me. You're getting light in there. Come on, Lizzie. But um, so he's very polite to them. and But then, like, yeah, he's a bit awkward towards Lizzie because he's like, she's not pretty. And she's like, oh my God, his house is so fit. I mean, he's so fit. <laughs> His house is such a nice person. I mean, he's such a nice, <laughs> such a nice person. <laughs> so they start walking around, and Ultimate G and our hubby are like, he doesn't seem like a prick, Lizzie. Yeah. He's a quite a nice young man. And you know, he's not bad on the eyes either. And he's got a nice house. And she's like, fucking does have a nice yeah, house. Yeah, it is a very nice house. And just very beautiful. And these gardens are just fucking great. <laughs> so they're enjoying their walk around. And um, um, so they start heading back. And who should come approaching them across the lawn? Darcy. It's ultimate Darcy. It's Darcy. I can't remember how my first song went. He's coming across the lawn. He's coming coming sure. Mm, He's coming sure as dawn. It's Darcy. (laughs) Um, He comes up to them and is sort of like, hi, just wanted to say, like, hope you really enjoyed yourselves. Mm -hmm. Feel free to come in for a tea if you want, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll walk you back anyway. Mm -hmm. And so he falls into step with Mr. Gardner and they're talking about fishing, looking down at their little stream and everything. He's like, oh, feel free to come fish. Anytime, bro. Like, Aww. anytime you want. Like, if I'm in, I'll come have a fish with you. But if yeah. I'm not here, also totally fine. Just, just crack on. Just, just crack. you know. I mean, you probably have noticed. I'm, 
got a lot of stuff going on here, mate. I'm very rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to miss a few salmon. Like, it's mm. fine. So, yeah, they're walking back. And uh, when they get to the um to the gardener's, like, um, pony and trap area, he's like, are you sure you don't want to come in for, like, some tea, some coffee, Tequilas, some drinks, some right. dickens, is he? <laughs> like, anything. <laughs> anything. Anything. You sure? And they're like, oh, no, we've got dinner plans. He's like, oh, okay, then, well. Don't invite him, then. <laughs> <laughs> we've got plans. God, he's a bit of a tryhard, this one. Am I right? I know. God, trying to shake him. I'm sure we'll, I'll see you fishing sometime, Darcy. Fucking hell. Oh, that's the other thing. He does say to Lizzie, he's like, I'd love to introduce me, introduce you to my little sister. She's coming up tomorrow. And she's like, really? Yeah. Because she's like, one, you do think I'm scum. Yeah. And I did reject you quite meanly. <laughs> me. Dickhead me. Dickhead. <laughs> she's, she's like, really? He's like, oh yeah, I've told her all about you and she's really excited to meet you. Would, would you like to meet if I invited you around for I'm dinner in a couple I was days. being set up. Like, I've told her all about you and she's really excited to meet you. Like, I'm going to arrive. You're going to throw rotten eggs at me, aren't you? <laughs> Like, this is the harlot that refused me. <laughs> Nasty girl! Nasty, we hate her! Like, oh, I knew this was a trap! Oh, apparently Lizzie doesn't think it's a trap. She's like, oh. It's probably because she's a nice person and they're nice people and I have trust issues. <laughs> is Lizzie a nice person? She called her own sister a slut. Oh, that's true. <laughs> An ignorant, idle slut. You're a bit of a judgy. And also, she's only now liking Darcy yeah, after literally. seeing his peng house. Yeah, she's a terrible yeah. person. She should definitely not be trusting. You should be and self projecting all over her. And she told um, Darcy's secret to Jane. Oh my god, she's such a dickhead! <laughs> Lizzie, get in the bin. Lizzie, you actually suck. You suck so hard. You're also, well just me. the point out that obviously Jane Austen wrote this and she's written like obviously her protagonist is someone you should like sympathise with and want to get Tell along with. Tell people secrets. Yeah and now she's like and then like she fell in love because he was loaded. Like everyone will get on board with that. I mean it's what any of us would do. Literally <laughs> like, it's like oh how times have changed. Mm-hmm. That moment when Lydia's the protagonist of the story. <laughs> yeah the one you sympathise with the most. She, she just wanted to have a good time. Yeah exactly. Girls just want to have fun guys. <laughs> So they're having a lovely evening and Elizabeth is reflecting on Mr. Darcy's civility and above all of his wishing her to be acquainted with his sister. Mm. So she's very curious about this. Wanting him to be acquainted with her with his dick. Yeah. Mm. So the next day, Mr. Darcy turns up at their like little place that they're staying at and brings his sister. Mm. And so um yeah, Elizabeth's like, everyone be cool. Everyone, everyone, cool. everyone chill, everyone, be cool. Everyone, everyone cool. Everyone cool. You cool? This is I'm a really big really cool. deal for me. I'm really cool, okay? I'm really cool. <laughs> Follow my lead and be cool. Everyone be cool. <laughs> so that's what Lizzie's vibe is as they walk up the drive. Mm. So yeah, Lizzie's really cool as so they're walking up the dive. Up the dive. Up the, <laughs> they dive up the drive. And, you know, they introduce themselves and everything. And Miss Darcy seems quite nice and everything. I'm scanning this page. I can't see her name on it. I've concluded that she doesn't have one except for Miss Darcy. They just say Miss Darcy. They do just say Miss Darcy. Yeah. No, they haven't. Uh, no, Lizzie is Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, I was reading. I was like, to be fair, they might both be called Elizabeth. Who fucking knows? To be fair, yeah. There's another three, There's three Fitzwilliams in this. So anyway, Miss um, Miss Darcy is described as tall and on a larger scale than Elizabeth. And though little more than 16, her figure was formed and her appearance womanly and graceful. Ew. That's why I said that, that Jane Austen was a pedo. Yeah, fucking hell. She was less handsome than her brother. Obviously, you're <laughs> going to think that, Lizzie. He's, yeah. a, one, he's a man. Yeah. And you're attracted to him because he re- owns a fancy house. But um, she's apparently very sweet and very, like, um, all quite in awe of Elizabeth. And, like, um, clearly, you know, absolutely adores her big brother. He clearly yeah. adores her. Very cute. Um, but, yeah, she's quite shy and a bit, mm. like, timid and everything. So she's not, like, that chatty. But Elizabeth's obviously, like, you know, 
quite a chatty person. So yeah. she kind of coaxes her out of a shell a little bit and they yeah. have a bit of a chat. And um, Mr. Darcy's very keen to sort of like encourage conversation between them. Keep talking. Keep like talking. each other. Make <laughs> her marry me. <laughs> Please be cool. I want you guys to be best friends. Yeah, but error and error and error. Like, have the best time, guys. So he's quite animated and having a line. They're all having like an absolute BG time. Mm-hmm. And then some more of uh, Mr. Darcy's friends turn up. And who should be in their company? It's Bingley. It's Bingley. It's Bingley, Bingley has returned. Mm. Bingley, 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 Bingley. I'm trying to think of his theme tune. It's Bingley, 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 Bingley Bing. He binged along. He, he binged the Bing. <laughs> he binged the Bing. His is the ring. That would be fair. Yeah. I mean, not to Lizzie. That'd be great. No. But he's, um, he, you know, so they meet up and he's very like friendly and happy to see Elizabeth mm. again. And he's like, oh, he kind of extends like his good wishes to the rest of the family, but doesn't specifically mention Jane. So Elizabeth's a bit like, uh, for clarification, Katie flicked the hair. They're like, "Well, what's the problem with Jane then?" Somewhere a wine talking about my sister because mm. she's well fit. Yeah, but um, I thought you were well keen on her. It's uh, funny you don't mention her now. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Mm. But he's like, he's very friendly, and she's sort of like, it's difficult not to like Bingley. He's such a nice guy. Mm. So she's sort of like, well, he hasn't got a malicious bone in his body. No, he's, he's just yeah, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, okay, you know what? That's fine. BG, have a great time. And so they have like a very agreeable time. They have a, have a good good evening. Um, have a have a BG time really. It's all I getting think we great. We need to say if there's any newer listeners. I think we said in an earlier episode, BG means brilliant, great. Yeah, there brilliant, great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they head off home and everything and have a BG time. Um, and a few days later, they've invited the um gardeners and lizzie to come have like lunch with them mm-hmm. at, over um i'll say darcy hall Pembley, <laughs> have a bg time to be fair clarifies if anyone hasn't quite kept up yeah, with the names darcy there's a lot hall. of names being dotted around oh, here there's a lot they're all getting back so, together now i don't know if we've said in this episode the gardeners mr gardener is mrs bennett who's lizzie's mum's brother yeah so mrs Gardner and mrs gardener ultimate g is his wife so yeah. lizzie's aunt by marriage yes boom uh, and she's brilliant, great. Brilliant, brilliant, great. Um, so they go over to have lunch over at um, Mr. Darcy's, Pembley Hall. Um, but he's not there when they first get there. He's Him and Bingley are off doing some... Oh, no. You say doing some drugs. <laughs> no, they, they are actually off with Mr. Gardner doing some fishing. Because oh. he reinstated that invitation. was like, yeah. why don't you come over a bit earlier? Mm. And then like we'll meet up around lunchtime and everything. And eat what they caught. I think I'm actually going to have, like, cold meat and, like, uh, some berries and what? cakes. Cold meat and berries and cakes? Well, isn't that a fucking atrocious combination? <laughs> this is what it says. And this is also the, a similar kind of lunch that um, Lydia and Kitty provided for them, but then got them to pay for. I would be furious if I rocked up. And let's say, just for, like, argument's sake, there was a few of them. There's a £60 bill and it was cold meats, berries and cakes. Yeah. And you wanted a decent, savoury lunch. That ain't a pub lunch. That is not a... Where the fuck are the chips? Yeah. (laughs) Where are my salty carbs? Like, absolutely not. Where the fuck is the cheese board? Oh. Rich Darcy. Yeah. Fuck the cold meats. Get the cheese shipped in from France. Absolute arsehole. Yeah, dickhead. You know what? I'm done with this book. (laughs) Burn it. Better when there was more food. (laughs) I hate it. Hate it all. But, um... So yeah, they Ultimate G and Lizzie are shown into the drawing room where um, Miss Darcy is. But who else should be there? I don't know. I'm really bad when you say who else should be there. I'm like, who? Are the Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Bingley's sisters, who we know one one is just a bit of a bitch. But then there's Ultimate Bitch Face. Yeah, Bitch Face, Bitch Face, Bitch Face is in there. Yeah. And for anyone who um, doesn't remember, or if I forgot to make it 
obvious. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bitchface loves Darcy yes. and can see that he likes Lizzie and that's why she hates Lizzie so yeah, much. Yeah, she, she wants to break face. that union up. Yeah, so mm. at first, like, it's a bit awkward. Um, Miss Darcy's a bit, like, oh, you know, like, she's kind of friendly with, a bit friendly with everyone, but she is, like, quite shy and everything, so she's, like, a bit awkward interjecting into a big group conversation. Um, she's basically me, mm-hmm. very just awkward in the corner. <laughs> you know? Um, so they're kind of like, God, I hope the guy's hire This is well fucking awkward. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but once... That the... fails the Bechdel test. Bad Bechdel? Bechdel. Bechdel. For anyone who doesn't know, the Bechdel test, um, a bit of uh, mm. film studies research, um, the Bechdel test is a, an experiment um, created by, I think, what did I say? Alison? Alison Bechdel, that sounds right. Might mm. not be. Um, who basically came up with this idea of, well, like, this theory that... Um, so most films do not um, do not have two more than two female characters that talk to each other for more than five minutes. That isn't about a man. And when you think about it, and you try to think how many things like pass and fail the Bechdel test, I Ma- did think of something that passed it the other day. But the majority fail, and a lot of them are like modern films as well that you think are quite representative, quite balanced, but they but fail. They, you, you often don't. If you think about a lot of films, they'll only have like two female leads and if they do interact whereas a lot of time they don't yeah yeah they don't they're not in the same scenes because you have like you still have the token female in the male lineup literally and then like even if they do have conversations it'll be about the male lead yeah they don't Mm. talk about and uh, you know we're asking for five minutes when it's not about penis jesus like it's yeah alarming to say the least yeah you know it is quite interesting this is a little bit of a tangent but take like the the, um, original sleeping beauty film i think it's like made like the 50s or something yeah i think so but and like on a surface level that isn't a very feminist film because i think sleeping beauty is obviously like the title character and everything Mm. i think she has like 10 lines or something she doesn't say oh yeah she doesn't talk she gets just swept along and everything and like that whole scene where they meet in the woods and everything and she's trying to get away from him and he keeps grabbing her yes like like, i shouldn't talk to strangers i met you in my dreams gross fuck off (laughs) off. and stop touching her waist yeah which is smaller than her eyes literally (laughs) also he's like five years older than her because like they meet when like she's a baby and he's like a little boy so he's like like, oh, in yeah. his 20s. She's 16. Yeah. Leave mm. her alone, you pedo. Also, he doesn't look five, though. He looks eight. Yeah. Yeah. He's mm. older. Yeah. Gross. But I'm pretty sure that film does pass the Bechdel test because it's got... Th- you've got the three good witches in it who, you know, have lots of conversations, which is about, about Maleficent. Aurora, yeah, and Maleficent. Yeah. yeah. So that's quite an interesting little thing because oh, yeah. for a film that you wouldn't initially think was that feminist, you're like... You actually, actually pass. Actually pass. Anyway, that was a tangent and half from Oh yeah, so the men come in finally to join them at lunch, and it's been a bit awkward. Mm. And Mr. Darcy's very animatedly, yeah, getting like talking to um, Elizabeth and his sister, like getting them to like know mm. each other and everything. Bitchface obviously sees this and is like, "Oh fuck these guys! I'm gonna fuck this up and like make Elizabeth embarrassed." Oh, bitchface. Bitchface. So she's like, "Pray, Miss Elizabeth, are not the Shire." Um, Militia removed from Meryton. Militia? As in, like, the military? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's what um, Wickham and his lot are. Okay. Usually now, you hear, like, militia talking about, like, kind of uh, guerrilla warfare or something. (laughs) You imagine, like, stealth, like... um... SWAT teams coming in, like <laughs> no, the fucking in militia their, is in the shire in their red coats. <laughs> yeah. 
No, she means like she's referring to Wickham and everything. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's like, pray, Miss Elizabeth, are not the shy militia removed from Meryton? That must be a great loss for your family. Mm. Basically saying like that's as high as you guys could ever hope yeah. to get. And obviously knowing that her mm. younger sisters were very keen on them. Mm. And obviously she hasn't mentioned Wickham's name, but Darcy and Miss Darcy both stiffen <gasps> and are clearly quite like... Uh, 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 we don't like militia and, yeah. yeah and like Mr Darcy recovers himself more quickly he's sort of like, like okay whatever and moves on I'm absolutely fucking fine yeah Mrs. Miss Darcy's clearly like very like oh yeah because she's like it's like your ex that traumatised you and groomed you and yeah. tried to make you into a child so she's bride. clearly quite upset and everything so Elizabeth's like is very... that needed a trigger warning for Miss Darcy that did yeah, yeah. that really did mm. so obviously Elizabeth knows what's going on bitch face doesn't yeah. so, she, so she's basically like uh, yeah, they have moved on, but it doesn't matter. Mm. And then, like, engages Miss um, Darcy again in conversation, kind of, like, brings her out of her moment of, like, you know, her little bit of, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. And, like, engage her in being like, so I hear you really like art. That's really cool. I saw mm. some of your art. Like, it's really nice. Yeah. And, like, so Mr. Darcy's like, fucking points to Lizzie. Yeah, exactly. Bitch face, get in the bin. You upset my sister. Yeah, bye, bitch face. We don't like you. Yeah, so bitch face is like, hmm, that can really backfire. <laughs> really backfire. They don't know why. <laughs> Because <laughs> I guess yeah, Bitchface doesn't know anything yeah, about. Yeah, Bitchface doesn't know anything. Yeah, about, about Wickham. Yeah. yeah, she mm. just knows that Darcy doesn't like him. Mm. So she's like, Bitchface, you're not in the fold. You think you're coming in like ruling the room, mm-hmm. knowing what's going on, but you don't know shit, mate. So jog the fuck on. Jog the fuck on, yeah. if you fucking know. Yeah. So yeah, Lizzie's very like. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> so brilliant description for a podcast. Lizzie's very stereotypically <laughs> French, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, sassy. Did you not get that? <laughs> did, did that not come across nice? I thought that came across really well. It reminded me of the French chef in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Lizzie's He's on He's sassy <laughs> and confident. He very confidently tries to stuff Sebastian, yeah, to be fair. Well, to be fair, I mean, they did have some cold meat, so. Yeah, that's true, there you <laughs> there go. There might have been some crab. Um, so, yeah, then they, they, they say their goodbyes and off they and off they trot. And the very first words out of... Bitch faces, fapes. As soon as Lizzie and her family leave, is how very ill Eliza Bennet looks this morning, Mr. Mr. Darcy, she cried. I never in my life saw anyone so much altered as she is since the winter. She has grown so brown and coarse. <gasps> Louisa and I were agreeing that we should not have known her again. Brown and coarse, but she's got she's a got, tan. Yeah, that's basically what Mr. Darcy's like. like, she's got a tan, she looks healthy. Yeah, like she got a tan. She's looking sexy. Times have changed. Times have changed. You know yeah. what is in tan? You know what is out pale as. Also, fuck. she said in the winter, didn't she? She got a tan. No, they said like um, she's very much altered since the win since the winter that they last saw. It's now the summer. Oh. Uh, uh, so she got a tan over the winter, is what I'm saying. Well, no, because you don't just wake up in the first day of summer and have a tan, do you? You get it over progressive time. Oh, is this later in the summer? Yeah, it's like mid-summer and also spring is a thing. (laughs) What I'm saying is is summer's still there for more tanning. Lizzie's done well to get her vitamin D. (laughs) To be fair, it's England. Yeah, that too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah Lizzie's tanned um, and then I've highlighted this section I can't remember what it says but it's outlined saying bitch face <laughs> so let's discover together Ooh. 
For my own part, she rejoined, I must confess that I never could see any beauty in her. Her face is too thin, her complexion has no brilliancy, and her features are not at all handsome. Her nose wants character. There is nothing marked in its lines. Her teeth are tolerable, but not but not out of the common way. And as for her eyes, which has, have sometimes been called so fine, I never could perceive anything extraordinary, extraordinary in them. They have a sharp, shrewish look, which I do not like at all in her air altogether. No, women support other women. women. And do you know what that entire paragraph actually just said? That you're a bitch. No, it said, I am insecure. Insecure am I. Security is what comes from me because I am insecure. I am too insecure and very insecure. That is what I am. Insecure. Insecure! Very accurately said. <laughs> That's all that came out of it. Um, confident women that are okay with themselves support other women Literally. and everything. And also... He's not going to like you more if you put down the girl he likes. Like, literally, it's not going to work that way. It's not how it works. And also, she just literally spoke about like he's got fucking eyes, and you know that he likes the way she looks. Like, well, I don't like it. Well, good. Don't shag her then. Good. I do. (laughs) Less competition for me because I do quite like her. (laughs) Literally. So he's so obviously Darcy's a bit pissed off, and he's sort of just there like, fuck Mm. you. Nowadays, like literally, if someone said that, that's when you like like. Good, less competition. I'll go banger and you go on with your life Literally. then. Literally. <laughs> but you refine to say crude things Fuck. like that. Definitely. Mm. So he is he don't he did he is he's rather annoyed with her. Mm, he is, but obviously handles it Darcy. <laughs> so after Bitchface really fucked up our chances with Darcy. Mm. Um Lizzie's back staying with the gardeners in their little like area. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's, it's kind of like a hotel, I suppose. Mm. Um and uh, she receives two letters from Jane. Um, and the gardeners are Saying, like... I've killed the kids. Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle the strain. Um, and she's like quite... You know, she hasn't heard from Jane in like a week or something. <laughs> so she's like, okay, yeah, I'll go check these out. Um, so the gardeners are like, oh, we were just about to go for a walk. Do you want to join us? And she's like, nah, it's all right, mate. I'm, I'm going to stay and read my, le- my letters and like reply to Jane. They're like, cool, see you in a bit then, babes. Mm. Um, and the first of the letter of Jane's letters is like you know, just really nice and everything and sort of basically being like, oh, the children are so cute. This is the morning. Timmy, like, chased the cat. And, oh my God, it's the cutest fucking thing. Oh, like, and wow, you could have uh, used a lot less paper on this, Jane. Fully, like, mm. but, you know, it's quite, like, nice. They're mm. all having a good time. Um, but they haven't really heard much from Lydia. The second part of the letter um, goes on to say how how horrible the situation at home is and how Lizzie must come home immediately because Lydia has... Because um, they had a, a call from Lydia's friend. Not a call. <laughs> a telegram. Mm. A telegram from Lydia's friend basically saying that she's run off to Scotland with Mr Wickham. Oh, well, that really fucking escalated, that didn't it? That escalated. And then Jane's like, oh, but I am I am willing to hope the best and that his Jane. character has been misunderstood. Thoughtless and indiscreet, I can easily believe him. But this step, and let us rejoice over it, makes nothing bad at heart. Jane. Jane, what the fuck are you talking about? You know the He's track record. He's going to fuck your sister. Also, Wickham doesn't really know the Ben Bing Bennett's uh, financial situation, does well, he? Well, it's going to be better than what he can get himself. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's kind of like... And also, despite what Lizzie says, um, Lydia gets a lot of attention boy from boys. She's clearly quite attractive. Yeah, so. yeah. It's a bit fun. Mm. Yeah. I don't I mean I you know, I don't think he's planning to, he's not planning to marry her. He's planning on oh, just banging, banging and, and leaving. On. Yeah. Mr. Wickham. And also, she's like sixteen as well. Mr. Wickham! Mr. Wickham has a type for little girls. Oh my god, he does. No, Mr. Wickham's a straight up pedo. Miss straight in the sea. Straight in the sea. Yeah. Drown him. Yeah. So obviously um Elizabeth's like bah. 
<laughs> Mr. Bennett and Colonel For- um, Forster, who is um, Mr. Wickham's senior like person have like gone up there to try and find them and like look for them but like so far no joy like they yeah. don't know what's going on this and it's so, very high stress it's such high stress and it's basically like you know if lydia if they don't find lydia well then she's just gone and if they do find her she's gonna be a ruined woman <gasps> ruined i mean if only we could all get a hold of ourselves for one minute and just be like she had a bit of dickin. Mm, yeah, it's literally fine. Like, from a pedo, let's give her some support because yes. this is fucking traumatic. Yeah. I don't like, know how old Wiccan's meant to be, but let's say Darcy's, yeah, like, 26, 27-ish. And then, like, Wiccan's meant to be near his age but a bit younger. So, like, let's say 24, 25. Oh, it's still not cool. It's not cool. And to also... Because he'll be saying all, like, the nice things. Because Lydia doesn't want to just go for a dicking. She'll think he's in it for the long yeah, haul. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, he'll be saying all the lovely things. And then that's going to be, yeah, traumatic as shit. So traumatic. Poor She Lydia. and Mr. Miss Darcy are going to have some unfortunate things in common. They are. Mm. Bless them. So, um, yeah, so Lid- um, Lizzie reads all this and she's like, oh, my God. I need, I, I, I need to go home. I, I gotta, gotta go. I, I gotta go. <laughs> so she runs to the door, like, um, you know, planning to go after her aunt and uncle to, like, you know, be like, we need to go home now. Mm. And she flings open the door. And who should be on the doorstep? It's Darcy. It's, it's Darcy. Darcy. It's Darcy. We don't call him Darcy anymore because it's Darcy. We like him. He's come He's to the classy. Savior. It's Darcy. He's classy. He's come to help us. Darcy. We love him. and um so basically she like flings open the door and he's like like a bit startled because she's all like flushed and clearly very stressed (laughs) and she's like i beg your pardon but i must leave you i must find mr gardner this moment on business that cannot be delayed i have no not an instant to lose and mr darcy replies good god what is the matter cried he (laughs) with more feeling than politeness then recollecting himself I will not detain you a minute, but let me, or let the servant go after Mr. Or Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Gardner. You are not well enough. You cannot go yourself. Not well enough? What's wrong with her? She's freaking out. She's like having, oh. she's like having a panic attack, basically. So he's oh. like, you need to, you can't go You need to chill your tits. Yeah, you need to chill. And so she's like really panicking and everything and like almost faints. And so... <laughs> Such a Georgian woman. <laughs> That's what I've like, why do women always become weak in these things? Yeah. Like, mate, just sit, like, have a glass of water, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, he, you know, he, like, shows her back into her room and sort of, like, they, they send, like, off one of the manservants being like, go get the gardeners. Yeah. And he, um, and he comes back with the gardeners, like, I can see why this was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see why this guy confused. Gardener. Gardener. Yeah. <laughs> off you go, and I'm like, oh. You want me to guard your dinner? Like, <laughs> like oh, for fuck's sake. Literally, he was like, this is why I was going, move. Like, fair, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Stupid mate. <laughs> so they, um, so he's run off, and Mr. Darcy sort of follows him to her room to check she's okay. And he says, "Let me call your maid. Is there nothing you can take to give you present relief? A glass of wine? Shall I get you one? <laughs> you are very ill. Yes, please. Also, <laughs> it's an opportunity. Like, you're very flustered. I get you a little drunk. <laughs> I get you a little drunk. But surely, like, oh, Darcy, what a babe. Like, he's just putting in all the good points, isn't Anything? it? Anything? Wine? Chocolate? <laughs> a hug? She's just a. Uh, this is the thing because I thought this when I read this. I was like. What she needs is a hug, but you're both too, like, prim and proper to do that. And also for the times, it'd probably ruin her, so you can't. You hugged a man? (laughs) But that's that's what she needs from this situation. She needs a nice hug. Mm. But, um, yeah, she's like, no thank you to the wine and everything. And um, she sort of, like, she tells him about the letter while crying and everything, and he sits with her. And it just gets to me this bit because I'm like, you need to hold her hand or something, but obviously he can't see. He's just sat. I just get the image of him sat there very awkwardly, like, 
Yes. yes. Tell me. Like, well, have you seen that meme when, like, it's like when your friend's crying, but you're awkward and it's like they're like patting them with a broomstick, like, yeah. there, there. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for this. You can imagine, like, seeing, like, he's got a kind of like, aha uh-huh expression on his face, but just behind his eyes, he's like, I don't know how to react to this. I don't know what to do. Just terrified. Please stop crying. Please stop crying. There, there. It'll be okay. My sister's basically dead. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great, is it? It's not good. So, yeah, Darcy's sort of there supporting her and while she tells him everything that's been going on. um, And he's sort of like, he seems to be getting quite, like, concerned about it as well because obviously he knows what Wickham's like and he's, like, pacing around like, gosh, this is, this is very bad. Oh, God, terrible. And he's, like, there for her in this moment. And never had she so honestly felt that she could have loved him as now when all love must be vain. Be vain? As in... Is in what? What? But she shouldn't be concerned with that at that moment, I guess. Like, oh, I see. She's like, Dad, this is really stressful. But fuck, man, he is fit. He's fit and he's helping. He oh offers me wine. He is ticking all the boxes. Oh, if I said yes before, this would have been a much easier dynamic. Could have a quick boning before we went off to look for her. Literally, it would have been fucking great. Yeah. It would have been absolutely legendary. Mm. But um, so yeah, he's like, he assures her that he will not tell anyone, even like him that he will like, you know, you know who will leave her to like sort her stuff out and then obviously she's going back to Longbourn so he's like all the best obviously won't tell anyone soz you're not coming to dinner not dinner tonight but I'll tell my sister that you couldn't make it you had to go home but obviously won't divulge all the deets yeah quite traumatic and triggering for my sister as well (laughs) yeah so I won't tell her that little detail um so she so he he heads off after this and um soon the gardeners come back and they doesn't he help well, wait a minute. All right, sorry, give him a minute. <laughs> give him a minute? What do you want him to do? He's all like, has a telephone. <laughs> so he hurries off, um, we presume, just to go talk to his sister. They okay. um, And they all head back to Longbourn. Um, <clears throat> and they get there, you know, like, they see their kids again. It's all very happy. Um, all and... very happy? Like, no, no it's not. No, it's There's not. bigger problems. <laughs> Yay, children. Um, <laughs> like, I can't even think why we came home now. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Liz, we forgot about you. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. um, Mrs. Bennett has taken to her bed and will not leave it, basically. Fair. She's, like, given up. Yeah. Um, and so Jane's, like, taken over to, like, running the household, basically, and she's like, fuck, man, this is stressful. Yeah, this is I heavy. I am so stressed. <laughs> um, so they're, like, all in this, like, state of, like, concern and being upset and everything. And, like, sort of thinking, like, well, what's going to happen to Lydia? Like, mm. she's going to be, like, destitute. She's going to have to live as a prostitute because that's all you can do if you have sex before marriage. Legit. Yeah. She's going to have to become a prostitute. Yeah. She's going to, because she had sex with one guy once that she thought she was going to marry, she has yeah. to make, she has to get a career. None of these other ladies have careers. She has to have a career as a sex worker. Yeah. And can't she just like sit around? No. Like well, she has... <laughs> well, no one's going to marry her, so she has to make money. Well, is anyone going to marry the ugly one that can't play piano very well? Maybe. <laughs> There are other Mr. Collins out there. There are other Mr. Collins out there. Like, that, that that seems harsh. It is rather harsh, isn't it? I'm saying, oh, some people choose to be sex workers now and good on them. It's so yeah, transactional. Fair but back then, and to be forced as well. This is trafficking and coercion. Literally. Like, can you imagine getting back? Like, and he lied to me and he broke my heart. What What are you doing? Well, you're a prostitute now. <laughs> what? Literally, it's awful. Um, so, yes, it's a, a, an unhappy as the event must be for Lydia. Um, this is 
Yeah, this is Elizabeth talking. Mm. Unhappy as so Elizabeth says, unhappy as the event must be for Lydia, we may draw from this it is a, a, this useful lesson that loss of virtue in a female in a female is irretrievable. That one false step involves her in endless ruin. That her reputation is no less brittle than it is beautiful, what? and that she cannot be too much guarded in her behaviour towards the undeserving of the other sex. What? So she's she's saying this to Jane, um, and so basically. Victim blaming. Completely victim blaming. No blame at all on the paedophile. None. And also just... Oh, my God, yeah. Completely because she's been groomed and coerced into Literally. it pretty much. And they're just like, well, she shouldn't have gone and done it then, should she, the fucking whore? And, yeah, and the guy just like... So, sorry, men and women are predominantly, in many ways, the same. Yes. And so, like, you can all go off and do things in your youth that you're going to regret. And as a man comes in, like, well, you did things in your youth that you surely regret. It's a test of the dirt feels all over. Literally. And they're like, oh, it's not really because Tess was raped. Anyway. Um, and um, then, yeah, like, the woman comes in like, well, no, you made a mistake in inverted commas. And uh, that's it for you, your hussy. You, you were wronged by a man. And that's your fault. Yes, exactly. How could you let a man wrong you? You whore! Yes, get away from her, you like, brazen you're disgusting. Do you think it's because, like, in one, like, thought process, it almost, like, holds a mirror up to men and being like, you did this disgusting, foul thing. Oh, that's a very uncomfortable truth. Enough with that, you Enough young that. We shall turn it on the woman. Yes, on the woman. Like, we we're blame not them. gross. You are. Yeah, it's like, it's, mate, that's fully your fault. Do you like, know what I hear in that? Insecurity. I'm insecure. Insecurity. insecure. Insecurity. So insecure. Are you insecure? I'm insecure. You're insecure. We're all insecure. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> At the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's toxic. Little <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh, Miz. Miz, yeah. So they're waiting for news, and when a letter addressed to their father arrives, but um. I think he's away at this point looking for Lydia. Um, Mr. Gardner has gone up to join them as well to look in a search. And a letter arrives from Mr. Collins. And of course, from this, we can establish... Sorry, Mr. Collins, you are fucking irrelevant. Fucking irrelevant. I don't give a also, shit. Also, wait till you hear what we fucking put in his letter. <gasps> so obviously, Lydia's not dead. <laughs> for starters. The death of your daughter would have been a blessing in comparison <gasps> to this. No. Yeah. Get in the bin. Get in the bin. That, or she couldn't. Um. So hang on. I am inclined to think that her own disposition must be naturally bad, or she could not be guilty of such an enormity at so early an age. What? Mm. Also, Mr. Collins, you pretty much like just said like Lizzie said yes to marrying you because apparently she didn't know how to pronounce yes and it kept coming out as Literally. no. And you're like, oh, but she must be a bad egg through and through. Literally, so fucking stupid. And then he also goes on to say that he's related the entire affair to Miss Catherine de and her <laughs> daughter. Like, why? They are not involved. Get in the bin. Yeah. And this consideration leads me moreover to reflect with augmented satisfaction on a certain event of last November. Um, <sighs> for had it been otherwise, I must have been involved in all your sorrow and disgrace. So basically saying, fucking glad I didn't marry Lizzie now so why would you send that like surely like if you like, like yeah for him to be like oh, she's a bad person I mean, could you just take a little minute to look at yourself right now no, like, imagine you like your family's going through some shit and someone you don't particularly like sends you this letter being like that is shit your family just are disgusting I've yeah. told everyone and I'm so glad I'm not involved bye and also just kind of like sending it almost as in like a friendly thing like they're going yeah. like oh thank you for your views like, like no why you're terrible you fucking potato like you're the worst. <laughs> so what's the reaction? Um, I think they're just like, oh, 
get in the bin. Get in the bin, mate. <laughs> just get in the bin. Because then it just goes on to be like, they did not hear from Mr. Gardner again for a while, and they were worried. So I think they literally just sort of, I think they feel like they genuinely just looked at him like, there's no point even wasting breath. So, obviously, the um, Lizzie and Jane and everyone are just sort of left in turmoil and annoyance and Mr. Collins being shit mm-hmm. um, and sort of like just desperately waiting for news from Mr. either Mr. Bennett or Mr. Gardner. So, but finally, a letter does arrive from Mr. Gardner and um, he writes, so he writes to Mr. Bennett and he's, uh, the letter basically says that they found them. <gasps> and so they're like, don't worry, we've got them. It's okay. It's okay. Moving on. Soon after you left me on Saturday, I was fortunate enough to find out in what part of London they were. The particulars, I, the particulars, I reserve till we meet. It is enough to know they are they are discovered. I have seen them both. And then, and then Jane breaks in because Jane's naive as fuck. Mm. Um, then it is as as I hoped. They are married. Oh, Jane, Jane, no. Jane. <laughs> Elizabeth reads on. I have seen them both. They are not married. Nor can I <laughs> as find, I was fucking saying. As I was fucking saying. Nor can I find there was any intention of being so. But if you are willing to perform the engagements which I have ventured to make on your on your side, I hope it will not be long before they are. Sorry, this is so shit. You've run away with a dickhead for a weekend that's like lied to you a week however long. Yeah. Um, and now they're like, it's okay, now you've got to marry him. But I don't fucking really like him. Well, I mean, Lizzie, Libby... Libby? <laughs> Lydia and Lizzie are too similar. Oh my god, yeah, they are. Uh, Lydia does still fucking love him. Okay, so. fair. She's, she's, she's going to be all right with it. Mm. It's Mr. Com- Mr. Wickham they need to convince. So At the same time, like if he's not into it, it's not going to be long until she starts to feel shit. You can't yeah. be with someone that doesn't like you. It's That's, really it's not sad. not fair on either of them. So, well, I don't give a shit what's fair on him, he's shit. He's shit. He, she should be in prison. Her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mr. Gardner is basically saying like, soon they shall be married if you can make the, make the agreements that they've asked for. Uh, Mr. Wickham is asking for five thousand a year. Mr. Wickham can suck my dick. <laughs> really, like, <laughs> like, um, and he's like, he thinks this will be enough to, for, to cover him and Lydia, and also for yourself and your family. Um, uh, they, these are conditions which, con- considering everything, I had no hesitation in complying with. As far as I thought myself privileged for you, I shall send this by express that no time may be lost in bringing me your answer. So basically, like, if you'll give him loads of money, he'll agree. Send oh, fuck off. But I suppose, yeah, they don't want Lydia to be ruined. Exactly. Oh. So it's kind of like the best of a bad situation. Can they even afford to do that? I think they can, but it's like a, a struggle. Mm. And just to put out there, Mr. Gardner's better off than um, mm, Mr. Bennett's, Bennett's yeah. and that lot. Um, he's like, this has all been covered, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't say who's done it, but it's assumed it's him. Oh, I see. But he's like, this has all been covered, do not worry about it, it's fine. But we've paid off um, his debts. So if you will agree for this, then we can get them married and everything will be brilliant great. Mm. Um, and obviously... Mr. Bennett's like, well, obviously I have to say yes. Mm, back to the fucking corner here. Yeah, but he's like, I also feel really fucking bad because my um, brother-in-law has now had to like spend, send out all this money. I thought I was going to say, because now Lydia's like stuck in this situation. No, no, because like... obviously he only cares about men. <laughs> yeah. My face was like, feels bad for Lydia. No. Oh. oh, right. No, he cares that now he's indebted to another man. Oh. Right. He's sad. He's he's sad because his penis feels small. Yeah, I was gonna say it impugns his honour, boy. It does impugn his honour. So, mm. 
What a shit, <laughs> Mr. Bennett is. He then also goes on to be like, I will never let any of my daughters go to a ball again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help, is it? Now yeah. I'm never going to get a rich husband. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you want them to go to balls now you more than ever. You just, you know, could stop thinking about your naps and your books for five mm. seconds and actually think about your family. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Just, uh, just I just thought. want to clarify, I'm not saying that um, fathers should control what their daughters do. I'm just saying for the time. <laughs> For the time. Yeah. And, you know, he shouldn't control it. He should let them go have a fucking party. Yeah. But, you know, also read situations. Like, if you're, like, well, I'll make it a bit younger because 16-year-olds do go on holiday. But, you know, if like, you're 13-year-olds, like, I'm going for a week away with my mates, you'd be yeah. like, well, you, like, you know, like, not just your mates, some much older guys who are, like, you know, you've got, like, your your teenage daughter, young Sorry, teenage it, daughter. There was more, like, weight on it there about, like, you know, they shouldn't be, like, fraternising with each other. So you would yeah. have a fucking chaperone. You'd have a chaperone. It's all like weird it would be like the equivalent yeah. of like yeah your 13 year old daughter being like do you mind if I go on holiday with the army boys who are like 18 oh like, my god obviously not obviously fucking not obviously not like <laughs> that is absolutely not allowed categorically <laughs> like, it's just no. having some fucking boundaries mate <laughs> yeah just like by all means go have a pit like you know have like some fun have some drinks in the park give a shit have a great life but you're not going on holiday with some 18 year olds you're 12 yeah you're 12 <laughs> I'm just getting younger with each sex five-year-old i want to go on holiday with the pit boys down the lane no absolutely categorically no 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 you shall not you will have a sleepover and watch peppa pig thank you very much watching the night guard if you want something freaky that that shit is scary it's so fucking weird so should we leave it there for today i think so libby what (laughs) who is libby she's a character from neighbors and a very retro one I don't know that. No. Lydia is to be married to Mr. Wickham, that poor girl. Yeah. Oh, so they was the where, why they couldn't be found is because they were staying at the old governess's house who um who basically let him groom Miss Darcy. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you've got another one who's really young. Yeah, come in, mate, come in. You want to so be she a pedo too? And just like, can I watch? Lydia, like, is she a pimp? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's an enabler. Lydia like, is such an enabler. Fucking hell. Sorry, can we have some responsible adults in this realm? Literally. She's a governess. Also, you can't have so many rules for people to abide by and then have no one being fucking responsible around you. Literally. Just like, don't put a toe out of line or you'll be ruined for life. Well, you know, what should I do here? I don't fucking know. Let's have sex. Let's have (laughs) sex. (laughs) What do you think's going to happen? And on that note, we shall pick up next time to find out what is to become of Lydia and Wickham. I think next time we might be concluding. Ooh, Very exciting. Exciting, exciting times. And uh, now it's time for the plugs. Yes, pl- please keep listening. Yes, keep going. Uh, so, yes, if you uh, want to keep up with uh, what we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram at unclassical underscore podcast. That is also the place to see the hilarious illustrations in Pride and oh, Prejudice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I don't know why you'd want to do this, but people do it on other podcasts. If you want to send us an email, you can send it to email.unclassical at gmail.com also we'd really like it if you could rate us yeah that's please rate us on apple podcasts because it helps with computer shit and means more people can see us and i don't want to sound too beggy but come on come on you're already on the page yeah come on yeah so just rate and review and i think subscribe as well you're in the facility go on go on just (laughs) do all the things yeah so um please uh, but yes, uh, tune in next time. And yes. we shall be concluding Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Bye. 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 Have a wonderful evening. Bye. Or day. Bye. Life. Bye. 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 For fuck's sake. Bye.